You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Sometimes people read the scriptures and they act like God has changed. God has not changed. You see the scriptures fulfilled most of the time, but you are not aware that scripture is being fulfilled. The two disciples were walking with Jesus on the way of Emmaus. Scripture was being fulfilled. Jesus had resurrected. They didn't know until their eyes were opened. And the Bible said he vanished from their sight. In Acts 10.44, the scripture told us that while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them that heard him. It means that Peter had not landed, but the answer had come. God's expectation for the people went ahead of Peter's arrangements. You know, people come for a service sometimes and they're waiting for the title of the message. When God has given them the substance of the message, the message is a shell. The substance of the message is the thing that God wants to deliver into your life. The message is the casing that carries it. But there is always a substance the Holy Ghost wants to deliver. So on that day, they were all there. <laughs> While Peter yet spake, not he had not finished, yet spake, the Holy Ghost fell. That means the substance that heaven wanted to deliver to them was the Holy Ghost. Amen. But it had to be conveyed through his words. Hallelujah. There's a watering from heaven. And dry lands have become fruitful fields. As you are listening to me, listen, thunder and lightning happen at the same time. But you hear the lightning, you hear the thunder after, because light travels faster than sound. So that's why you see the lightning first. They hear, but in actual fact, they happen at the same time. Are we together? What God has already done, He has done it. Amen. Your hearing is what catches up later. Your experience will catch up with what God has already done. What has happened is there is a watering from heaven. Then it had happened in the realm of the Spirit. But you wake up tomorrow morning and enter the experience. 
That's the thunder. Are you understanding me? That's the thunder. For some of you, it is one week after when you go and check and your name is there that you will now know that, oh, that lightning you saw, this is the thunder. But they happened at the same time. <laughs> That's why it looks like sometimes the word of God comes like light ahead. The, that's what prophecy is. It's the light you first see. That's what a vision is. It's the light you first see. Then the thundering is the experience. That comes later. The psalmist in Psalm 16 verse 11 says, That will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. That's what's happening to you. Of course, he was talking about resurrection. But in our own interpretation, you have broken out. He has shown you the path of life. See, that's why you be in a meeting like this and you just be prompted in your heart to speak in tongues. Another person is prompted to lie down. Another person is prompted to shout. Another person is prompted to worship. That's the path of that's the, the path of life is the way out. You can be in one place for a thousand years and it was never God's way. It's not everything that is happening to you that is God's way. Get it? Some things are happening to you at the will of yourself. Are you understanding me? Your will. Some are not your will. They are the will of somebody else. It could be the will of the community. Or the government of the day. When God's will... Listen, let me put it this way. For God's will to manifest in your life sometimes, you have to take decisions. And the courage to take those decisions is in meetings like this to drop in your heart. You know what he's doing? He's showing you the path of life. There are some of you, that thing tomorrow morning, if you don't go and do it tomorrow, it will not happen tomorrow. But God has ordained for it to happen a long time ago. There's a watering. And no more dry lands. No more patch grounds. Fruitful fields. Capacity has come. Let me share a little. It says, I read the scripture, you quoted the scripture, Psalm 16, verse 11. I don't even know why I quoted it. That will show me the path of life. It's somebody's scripture. That's why it's coming out. That will show me the path of life. In thy presence, and that presence has come. In thy presence. Some people don't know what to do with the presence of God. Listen, when we talk about the presence of God, don't be mistaken. God is everywhere. But God still comes. You didn't hear me well. God is everywhere, but God still comes. 
That means there is something called the manifest presence of God. So when the scripture says, in thy presence, it's not just talking about, there's no fullness of joy, it's not all over the world. Amen. People are sad, people are broke, people are busted. But when that manifest presence shows up, it means that it's time for full expression of joy. So let me say something to you. Whenever you are in a place and the manifest presence shows up, don't wait to experience the joy. Start thanking for the joy. And enter the joy in faith. Then, when you look at your right hand, you will see all the things you are looking for. That's the completion of the scripture. That thy right hand that pleases just forevermore. Are you understanding me? Have you not read scripture? It says, with joy will you draw water out of the wells of salvation. That means that when that joy drops, the expectations will manifest. It's not my message. It's just somebody's word. So when you are in a meeting and there is a manifested presence of God, you break out in joy. Breaking out to enjoy is honoring the presence. Let me explain something to you. If somebody you respect walks into a place, you are supposed to stand up at least. Show that you recognize the person is there. Are we together? Now, anytime that manifest presence shows up, don't do what you are normally doing. No, no, no. There must be a response from you. Look at the attitude of the patriarchs. Jacob ran because he had offended his brother. In the place he was trying to hide out and sleep that night, he arranged to sleep. Then he had a vision. Amen? Manifest presence. He saw a ladder from the earth to the heavens. And angels were ascending and descending. When he woke up, he said, I knew none that God was in this place. He marked the place. That means that from that point, he, he reverenced what happened to him there. He didn't just say, well, it's one of those things. No, it's not one of those things. The manifest presence is not one of those things. Never treat it like one of those things. That's why some people never experience manifestations in their lives. I know why some people don't see great manifestations. Because they don't honor the presence. There's that, that old song. Um, it goes, the, the line that says, I, I, I know the presence of the Lord is in this place. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. Now, the song is acknowledging that the presence of God is in this place. <laughs> Are you understanding me? 
Then he says, at your right hand. At your right hand means that your pleasures will not be far from you again. You didn't get that scripture. At your right hand means that the thing, that car, that thing, that thing, it won't be far again. When you honor that presence, the things you are looking for will not be far at your right hand. There are terminology scriptures uses. He said that God's ear is not heavy. Isaiah was speaking. Neither is his hand heavy that he should save you. But your iniquities have separated you from me. Eh? That means talking about God's hand being shortened. That means that it's like God can't reach out to you. Now the scripture is saying here that when that presence shows up, Amen. It means that that thing you are trying to reach out to, you will find it. It will be far from you again. You will see it at your right hand. Amen. Do your hand like this. It's just a, just a reach away. And I want to say to you today, that thing you were pursuing, you will find it at your right hand. Because of that manifest presence. We've seen that fulfilled in scripture again and again and again. Jesus showed up. Luke chapter 5. Entered the boat of Peter. What Peter was looking for and told all night. He cast his net at his right hand. It was there. Are you understanding me? So when the scripture says at your right hand. He's saying it's now within your reach. When that manifest presence shows up, that thing that you are running around looking for is now within your reach. Because you have met the giver. And with him are all the gifts. Have you not read in scripture that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father? There's a language used about God there. He didn't just say from the Father. He said from the Father of lights. When you see him and you meet him, all is with him. So that pleasure is by your right hand now. What a man of God does most of the time is to bring that manifest presence into a meeting. That's what it is. That's what it is. Because I found out that it is carryable. <laughs> Amen. For lack of a language to use, you can carry it and bring it to a place, a space. It's an atmosphere. And people enter the atmosphere and they start experiencing what you are talking about. Years back, when we were still doing some work in London, and the leader there was having issues, one issue to the other, one financial issue to the other, one thing to the other. And he was always complaining about how things were rough, London is a dry place. Or difficult, financially difficult place. 
people are stingy. Those kind of talks. Then I came. And he wanted to carry me into his own world. But it's my own that swallows. I can't be swallowed. So, we went to get, I, I needed a printer, just a quick one, and I needed to do some work, and I was not ready to do any, I said, let's just buy a printer, I want to buy a printer. So, okay, so you see the place, we're seeing the sign board of the printing, the place to buy the printer, but you know what the kind of thing that, by the time you're walking close, it's like the place is moving, and they trek a lot in London. Is the trekking capital of the world. <laughs> so, we're going there, and I didn't see that it would be that far. To them, maybe it wasn't far. Well, we're just almost there, we're almost there, almost there, but we have walked a long distance. That was something that I just thought we were going to do. We finally bought the printer. I said, hey, 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 I'm not going to walk back to where we're coming from. We're, we're not going to walk back. I said, call a cab, I will pay. It's very expensive. And that's one thing God will do this night in your mind. That's your small mind. May it break. I said, no matter how much it is, I will pay. So, okay. Okay. To show how things were. You know, there are some people that use vehicles. So maybe they even have those days. Not now where we have um, Uber. They didn't have Uber then. You know. So what some people have um, phone numbers of cabs, you know. Uh, you know, they could just easily call. It, I don't think he even had one because he doesn't even use it. And I said, I'm not walking anywhere. From here, we'll, we'll go to that place we're going to. For the first time in his own life, a car drove and saw us. A man, he has seen us somewhere before anyway, and said, Ah, where are you going to? And I said, We're going to Susupli. He said, Let me drop you off. He said, Nobody has given me a lift in London since I came. That was the first time. We entered the car, the person took us and dropped us where we were going. I think we went to eat or so. I can't remember what it was. But we finished. Now we're supposed to move from there to another place. As we came out again, we saw a lady. Just as, like, like, we didn't wait. We just came out from the place. We saw the lady, you know. Ah, pastor, man of God, where are people going to? And she picked us, second one, in one day. She was the wife of one of the Obas in the southwest. One of the traditional. Um, if, 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 her name, if, if I'm sure name, you know the name. So she took us and went to drop us where we were going to. He said, This has never happened in my life. Then she invited us to her house. She said, Please, can you just come to my home? So, 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 so. So we went. And 
were hosted in the home. It's one of the wealthiest homes I've been in in UK. I went there and he said, nobody has ever invited me to come and eat in the house like this. We finished, he packaged gifts and gave to us. He said, this has never happened. All he kept saying was, this has never happened. Listen to me. This manifest presence will make things that have never happened to happen to you. That's the scripture. At your right hand, there are pleasures. And it will not stop. It will continue to be so. It's forevermore. It's forevermore. It's not seasonal. It's forevermore. It was the atmosphere. It was the atmosphere. If I say this night, I'm going to mention the most interior village in this country. I'm going there this night. Help will be waiting for me to come. Help will be waiting. If nobody has been helped in that place, when I come, I will come with that manifest presence. And then, what was far will not be near. Today, something has happened to you. Well, let me help you to get the best out of it. That's why I'm talking. I think I've finished with this scripture. It was for somebody. Amen. It was for somebody. It was for somebody. Pray in tongues for a minute or two. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. God, in this meeting, has promoted you. In the transactions that you carry out. Let me say it again. Today, God has promoted you in the transactions that you carry out. Don't take this lightly. A different kind of people. There are some people that take these prophetic words and go and build house with it. I met someone that had a business name. And so like, ah, you said your business name is nice, so ah, how did you get this business name? He said, It's you that preach now. It's not a church member. He said, It's your message. As you preached. I took it and formed the company. That's what to do with your word. Amen. 
not to just write it in paper and forget where you wrote it. I'll just follow as I'm led. When God promotes you in your transactions, the reason why the experience takes time is your mind. Did you hear me? Your thinking. The way you think. It's the same power of God that can give you 50,000, that can give you 5 million. Did you hear me? The same power of God. God will not <coughs> exercise more energy to give you 5 million. But the problem is that the power of God that is raising 5 million, some people will come there and take 50,000 from it. Because of how they think. So, one of the things God does in your life is to broaden your thinking. The elementary way of putting it is renewing your mind. In that scripture in Romans 12, verse 2, The conversation started from verse 1, of course, but our focus is verse 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And be not conformed. <laughs> Ever say conformed. That conforming is that refuse to be patterned according to the cosmos. We talk about uh, in the cosmopolitan area <laughs> where people live. He said, don't be patterned. Let the city not pattern you. Because there's a bigger city inside your hearts. When you come into a town, that's what happened to many people in London. I remember the, 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 one of the first Nigerian-Americans that I loved what he said to me years ago. He said, when he came to America, he was living with a family. And anytime he wants to try one big thing, the family will say, hmm, this is America, oh. those kind of things don't work here, oh. just take your time. Oh. This, that, that, that. He said, in his spirit... He resisted everything they were saying. He resisted their words, he resisted their thoughts, and refused to be confined by their own limitations. And it don't look like he was not understanding them. He said no. Anytime they tell him that, he will say no. He will say no. He will say no. Over the years, I've interacted with people that we grew up together. And they went to one other country. Maybe they're in America, maybe they're in Canada, maybe they're in England. The ones that broke out are the ones that were non-conformists. The others have joined the train. Are you understanding me? You know what I mean by joining the train? The rat race. 
So, when he shared that with me, he said, they say, that exam, ah, you cannot write it, you can write the exam. That thing, nobody goes there, he will go and do it. <laughs> That's how his story was different. I have, as I'm talking, I remember several of my friends. One traveled. His own case was in the United Kingdom. He said two months. Sorry, I said two months. Two years. He was not working. And people say, You are crazy. He said he refused to touch that work that everybody was working. He was um, almost a bank manager here, was one of the big people here before he traveled. So when he arrived, he wanted to work in the financial sector. But he said, ah, you know, come and do this job first. Come and do this job first. Come and do this job. He said, if I enter that place, I will never come out. I will not enter that place. I will enter the mainstream where the money flows. It took him a while, though. But when his job came, they made him a regional what do you call it now? He was in charge of the Middle East and Africa. But he works from London. And some weekends he goes to Dubai. That kind of work. The people that are working that work, are they serving a God that is higher than your God? Now I'm asking you. Why would you sit down and think you can't have that kind of work? Another friend of mine, he is a chartered accountant. His wife had a, what do you call this thing now? That's in uh, lottery. Yeah, and, and, and so, okay. And he wanted to be committed to his marriage. He said, I'll follow her. Everybody, ah, he was working for, let me not mention the place. It was okay. He said, so he went. For the first, it was rough. It was rough. Sometimes I was in America. I visited him. And uh, he had not gotten a job then. He just prayed. This would have been like, Nine years ago. So, I follow about half hour. We got the job. Then he got, they called him to come and do uh, this. Would I used to fix uh, something like um, cable television? So, he was working with that group of people. So, he, he said, Let him just take the job. He said, He went there. So one day they climbed something. As he was there carrying the thing, and the stomach climbed, he carried it. I was giving him. He said, "What am I doing here?" Chartered accountant. As he was giving him, after he gave him, he resigned there. I went back home. You know something? I'm not trying to encourage people to be lazy. No, that's what I'm saying. This is not laziness. This is your heart finding expression and reaching for everything that God has for you and nothing less.
he left. Then he got the job. Some years back, when I visited, he came to pick me. No, okay, my brother drove me to his house. And he said, I just bought this house. And he was showing me the house he bought. Some of my friends showed me, say, I just bought this house. Most of them, the option of taking this other road was there. But they followed that bigness in their spirits. We are trying to crack this scripture. Please, tap your neighbor say, be not conformed. Say, fight conformity. Refuse to be conformed. So I say, well, when, uh, if God finally, you know, settles you people here, you understand that? It's just that the issue is that, you know, you have this here. That. And I said, I'm not thinking like you. I'm not thinking like you. If it has never happened that a police station is inside a church, it will be the first one that it will happen. You didn't hear me well. I said, if it has never happened, you will see it. It will happen the first time here. Because anybody near us is prepared to be swallowed. They've diced you to be swallowed. If you understand what I'm saying, amen. If you don't understand, just say amen. Be not conformed to this world for the sake of the same Christ and staying on the right side of the road. If not, I wanted the two sides. Be not conformed to this world. So refuse that conformity. Refuse that conformity. People that at six months, they look like they were struggling, then they break out. Are people that believe that they could break out in six months. Quantum leap, quantum leap, quantum leap begins with quantum thinking. Be ye transformed by he not telling you how the transformation. That transformation, the word there is metamorpho. Oh, we get the word metamorphosis. You want to see metamorphosis? Metamorphosis means that when you see the change, you'll be asking, is it the same person? Is it the same company? Ah, ah. You, the lawyer that even registered say, it's me that registered it now. But now that is employing the person. Ah. Are you understand what I'm saying? You say, ah, I know. The, is, it, is it the same company? He'll go back and say, no. It looks like. You know why he's confused now? Because <laughs> the way they are expressing themselves does not look like how they started. A metamorphosis has happened. Now you see that caterpillar is struggling to walk. Then after something is flying with colors. Are you understand? Then you say, it came from this side though. Ah. And uh, the one that was here is not here again. So where did this other one go? He said, no, he didn't go anywhere. That one that is flying is that thing. He said, no, it cannot be, it cannot be. That thing that cannot stand up from, it can't even move on its own. If this thing is walking and, and, and even a snail is walking, 
we are not sure who beats each other. Now it's the thing that is flying all over the place. Yes, so. Inside that caterpillar was a wing. <laughs> are you understanding me? But a metamorphosis had to happen for the wing to come out. There are wings inside you. And today it will break out. There are wings inside you. And today it will break out. Those wings inside you. I call them out in the name of Jesus. I call out those wings inside you. Those wings inside your business. I call them out. Those wings. I call them out. To shoot out in the name of Jesus. Some of you are in the cocoon stage. You are in the cocoon. You will break out. That's metamorphosis. That's metamorphosis. An irreversible progressive change. It's not, when we're doing it one time, now nah, I don't know how the economy is doing us. No, no, no. This change doesn't go backward. It doesn't go backward. It doesn't go backward. It has moved. You will never hear that the wings went back inside. No, it doesn't go backward. It doesn't go backward. It's called transformation. Trans means a change in the formation, in the shape, in the capacity, in its look. And that's your experience. You can start a company and in three years you'll be looking to be publicly listed. It can happen. Listen, in this church, it'll be PLC, so PLC. You know, but you say, you say, I have a business name now. No, thank God for that. Oh. I have a limited liability company now. No, I'm calling out PLCs from your spirits. PLC, public liability companies from spirits. I came with one assignment today. To announce that you have your transactions, you have been promoted in your transactions. And I'm preparing you to understand how to function in that capacity. I'm trying to remember one of the banking measures that happened. Um... Um, some administrations back. I think it was supposed to be um, STB and uh, UBA. Let the bankers help me. Um, there was a measure like that, right? STB. Was it UBA? Yes, it was UBA, right? Good. Do you know that people thought that UBA, they kept the UBA name, but it's STB that followed UBA. Are you understanding me? Some of you, maybe you are too young. You don't understand when you hear UBA. You don't understand. United Bank of Africa was swallowed by Standard Bank of Nigeria. The people that were swallowing the bank, they were children when that bank started. 
Are you understanding me? Maybe some of them, their uncles or parents worked in that bank. Eh? They now set up a company and swallow the big one. And I'm saying to you here, don't be looking at how big the company is out. When you open your mouth, there's nothing you cannot swallow. Don't be looking at it. There's nothing you cannot swallow. This is the clear case of the rod of Moses and the rod of the magicians. <laughs> Sir, we have rod, you have rod. No, no, no. My own is different. It swallows. It swallows. <laughs> but be ye transformed by the renewing. Where I'm coming to is renewing. If I stop there, it's okay. That was a renewing. Some Bible scholars, some Bible scholars, some theologians, some people don't understand that. Me, I'm a Bible scholar. Amen. <laughs> Although when we say it, it says, you know, Bible scholars say, some theologians say, we are the theologians of today. There's a belittling translation of this scripture that weakens the imports of the expression of the spirits that was coming out from this scripture. When the Bible says renewing of your mind, um, it's just like somebody meets you and says, ah, there was um, an accident on uh, Eastern, East West Road, close to Bayosa. He said, okay, no problem. Then you are not watching TV. <laughs> you now see like four trucks that collided and maybe over 50 people died. Houses, the, one of them was carrying uh, fuel and houses got burnt. You will call the person and say, is something wrong with you? Is it that accident you were talking about? I say, eh. That you say there was an accident. Is that how you were saying it? Did you see the accident? They said, I was there. Say, this guy is not well. Are you understanding me? That's how this scripture was translated. The Greek word that was used there, I try, I try my best. I'm schooled in the Greek, but I try my best not to always speak it. The Greek word that was translated there, when they say renewing, it's not communicating. Because one of the things that the Word of God does is that it washes. The Bible uses the word as water. You can find that in Ephesians 5. The washing of, of water by the word. So, the word, word of God washes. Alright? So, it says, renewing. And the thing you think about is that my mind was dirty. And then, the word of God washed it. You understand that? I was just walking on the road. I started thinking about bad things. Then, the word of God now washed the bad things from my mind. Kai. Who do you this thing? 
That's not what the scripture is talking about. The scripture is talking about something heavier. Listen, there are dimensions of, you know, the word of God is likened to many things. The word of God is likened to water. The word of God is likened to seed. The word of God is likened to lights. Hello? Seed, lights. Huh? The word of God is also likened to food. Amen. The word of God is also likened to an instrument. Am I communicating? Hebrews 4, 12. Don't go there. Huh? The word of God, like a double-edged sword. A weapon. Good. If you go to Isaiah, Jeremiah, he said, Is my word not like a hammer? That means it's a tool for building. Amen? Now, the connotation in this scripture is talking about the word of God functioning like a tool. A reshaping tool. So, the katatiso there is talking about the renovation. The, word, the Greek word actually would have been translated the renovation of the mind. It means that before you came, a house has already been built. But that's not the way you want the house to be. Do you pour water and wash it? What do you do? You break it down and build a new house. Now, is the English... Are you getting the picture now? So, when the Bible says that you want to see transformation, something will break, oh... Something has to break. Are you understanding me? There's already what we Bible call stronghold. There's a way of thinking, amen, that you have to take the hammer of the word and break. When a, you call people to come and destroy a place, do they come and do? Do they come and do? For now, for. You see, heavy guys say, you want this thing to come down. <laughs> Boom! They are not kind to it. They are not kind. Boom! 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 That's how you will take God's word. Are you understanding me? You will enter the construction field of your mind. And you say, hey, 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 this thing that is making me every time, only five times I enter my business. Boom! Boom! Until it falls down. When it crashes, everybody will know. That's when it's after it has fallen down, you cannot start building. Are you understanding me? Some of you are trying to build when there's already something there that has not been broken down. When you are doing that, it could be hurtful to you. Because as you are receiving light and speaking to yourself, you know, decisions are being made. A change of pattern is happening. Something, there will be a loss, but it's for a greater gain. Are you understanding me? It's for a greater gain. You are breaking down thought patterns that have controlled your life for many years. Let's just manage, you know, the things are listen to me forget anybody telling you about recession there are some people that are not managing you must not be the one that will manage but you know what when you accept that thought it starts controlling you any thought you accept controls you thoughts you endorse it controls you so you will break it down and that's what the Holy Ghost is doing today are you understanding me? that's what the Holy Ghost is doing today so that you will enjoy the promotion in your transactions amen if not 
even when the big opportunities come, you sit carry your small mind. I'm talking small talk. When it's time for big talk. You will see in the coming days the meetings that you will have. The appointments that you will be called to. It will be a sign that the transactions have changed. In that space, don't talk like you used to talk. Talk like how that meeting expects you to talk. Say, there's nothing that cannot happen in my life. Say it. There is no business transaction that I cannot conduct. There is nowhere I cannot enter. There's nobody I cannot meet. Are you hearing me? They were here in Nigeria. Here in Nigeria. All those um, boys in Lagos doing computer IT things. They just look like this. They don't know what they are doing. Doing their thing. Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook CEO. Left America. He did not go to Canada. He did not go to United Kingdom. He did not even go to China. He didn't go to the Scandinavian nations. He came to Nigeria. He did not come to see President Buhari. He did not come to see any senator. He did not come to see any governor. He came to see a small boy. A young boy. And then he was under 30. Came to see a young boy. Ah, to transact business. Then the country heard that Mark Zuckerberg is here. Everybody carried their camera around there. Government had to go and say, ah, you're not going to come here. We're not going to shake our... You know? Everybody said, come in. But that guy believed in what he was doing. And the world came to look for him. And they signed a deal for $24 million. Are you listening to me? That shift has taken place in your mind. Though. Say it again. There's nobody I cannot meet. There's nowhere I cannot enter. Listen. How can you, that has a blood advantage, accept any disadvantage? Listen, the highest protocol in this world is the presence of God. Did you hear me? Are you understanding me? The highest place anybody can go to is the, is the presence of God. Throne of grace. Is that not so? Is that not so? The blood of Jesus gave you access to the throne of grace. 
Is it government house in River State that blood cannot give you access to? The blood of Jesus gave you access. He said, let us therefore come boldly. Hebrews 4.16 Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. That means that because of blood that has been shed, you can come boldly to that place. Why are you not going timidly to the visa office? Why are you not going timidly to government house when you are supposed to come boldly to the throne of grace? Abba, you have not understood this thing now. <laughs> Listen. The blood has given you access to any place you want to enter. And let me just tell you something here that will shock you. Some of you think, eh, well, if I need to. No. Play with this thing. Try it. Just for the fun of it. You didn't hear me well. Um, I'm going to try government. I will enter. What do you want to do? I just want to enter. Nothing. I want to enter and take picture. It's either it works or it doesn't work. Listen, you know, religion has tied some believers, their hand, their leg, and going to keep them at Babbage. Are you understanding me? They are not in the city. They don't even know what's happening. They are just somewhere. It's religion. Say, so, you know, you know, God is a serious God. You know, He's a serious God. Um, it's when you ask him serious things that he answers. <laughs> You've not read scripture. Amen. You've not read scripture. Now, imagine God. They were fighting war. And they're already defeating the enemy. Now, they can fight and fight tomorrow. God said, no. A man decided and said, I don't want to fight this fight tomorrow. I want to finish it now. Son, wait. Son, stay there. I need the light. He did like the sun was a candle. Stay there until I finish this battle. The Bible said God honored him. God did not say, Ah, do you know what the sun is? Were you there when I made it? I will be playing with sun. He said, Let the sun stand still. God answered him. He will answer you. God did not say what. He did not say another thing to pray for. It's my son you want to play with. God didn't say so. God honored him. The son stood still. If ever the son stood still once, he can stand still again. You know what happened to those people? They did make a demand on the power of God. They did make a demand on the power of God. 
Are you listening to me? I was telling somebody, I was joking. I mentioned it to somebody in church here. My wife was there. I was, I'm not planning to go to Canada. I don't have any meeting in Canada, at least this year. I don't have any meeting in Canada. I wasn't planning to go to Canada. I was just lying down. And then I said, I was joking. It started like a play, like a joke. I said, America, Canada likes following America. Anything Canada, America does, Canada will do almost similar. You understand that? So I was checking something with the tab. And I checked. I said, um, I know the American version of this thing. Let me see what they will call it in Canada. I checked. I said, hey, copy. So we have this, um, what they call Esther, that we use when we're traveling for people that uh, hold a British passport. So, and I said, I wonder what Canada will call their own. So, and I checked. Instead of calling their own Esther, they called it Eta. They removed the S. I said, hey. I said, let me see the form. Whether it's the same. That's how I opened the place. So, when I opened, it was not giving me full view. So, I feel something. So, that I will see the next line. You know, next, I feel next line. Next, they say they've granted me the visa. I was, ah, I was not asking people for visa. Amen. <laughs> Till 2023. I was lying down. No? I was not speaking in tongues. No? I was not confessing to believe and achieve and achieve and achieve. There is so much power around you waiting for expression. I was not, it's not a prayer point. It was not a prayer point. It's not the kind of thing where I just said, I didn't even know that I've reached the end. This is name. I feel the name. This is that, 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 Oh, you know. I press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have been granted approval. This is that they sent to my mail. Pam. I said, see these people. I went to check. Everything. Done. I said, I'm still shocked now. What am I saying? Tomorrow when you wake up from sleep, don't wake up like a, a mouse that lives around a cat. Are you listening to me? Hear me, I'm talking to you. Don't wake up tomorrow like a mouse that lives in the same house with a cat. You wake up like the owner of the jungle. You will wake up not like the hunter. You are the hunter. When you wake up, you are the one deciding what you will eat today. Ah! You are, you are my food today. You know, yes, sir. A chicken or a goat might come and say, I don't know what they will give us to eat today. What will we, they'll be looking around, what will we eat today? No, no, but Eli is not that way. He just wakes up. And he's just there. There's something he's supposed to say, That's my food. Are you understanding me? He dis- listen to where I'm going to. It's not that the Lord speaks to him, I provide it. He say, No, this is what I want to eat. The only thing that will rescue you from my hand is God. 
Are you understand what I'm saying? But for me, I'm eating you today. I'm not going to ask you, please, do you want to be eating today? Do you want to be lunch today? Do you want to be breakfast today? No, I don't ask. I decide. I want you to learn how to decide that kind of thing. Are you getting me? When you wake up tomorrow, <laughs> there will be a different waking up. I said there will be a different waking up. You know, wake up and say, hey, what is Buhari done again? Forget Buhari. Forget APC. Forget what's happening in Abuja. What's happening in the scriptures is superior to what's happening in Abuja. Let that control your life. These prophetic words have been spoken. They rule over whatever decision the Senate has made concerning you. The prophecies that have been spoken over your life can annul the bill that they passed last week. Are you listening to me? And that's how to wake up in the morning. You are the owner of this country. You are the owner of this generation. There's a language that was used, and I'll end with that scripture in Acts chapter 13 verse 36. It was talking about David. And said, and David, after he had served his own generation, they called generation David's own. This is your own generation. After he had served his own generation, fell asleep. Amen. That means David functioned like this. This is the, David didn't start functioning like that when he was 30. He was 17. He was already thinking like that. They sent him to God. He was respectful. But you cannot take away from him that he knows that he didn't come here to play. He went to check out his brothers. When he got there, they saw Goliath cursing. He didn't say, Hey, mommy, mommy. That mummyo has died in you today. I say it has, as I'm talking, it has died. When you wake up in the morning, you won't find it. That fear is dead in the name of Jesus. That makes you not to venture. The spirit of faith that makes you rise and venture has come upon you today. That spirit of greatness, it has come upon you today. Do you know what? David got there. The guy was talking. Here the guy said, yeah, we just kill somebody. That we're just running. <laughs> I remember a friend of mine, <laughs> he used to say many funny things. My wife's already laughing. She knows what I want to say. <laughs> he used to say many funny things when we were younger. So, and he would blow things out of proportion. So he said, that one guy was trying him. He said, I don't even touch her. Pigeon English. He said, I just fake and fake, fake and just fall for ground. <laughs> Only fake him. <laughs> Just fall. They convulse. <laughs> faking. <laughs> In pidgin English, some people don't know what faking means. You know, pretend they're going to hit the person. Pretend they're going to hit the person. They're already gone. Now, Goliath was just faking. Soldiers that had gone for war were peeing their pants. Let's say, you say what? We don't say anything, no. You are the one talking. Who are we to talk? Let's say, so is there no man in Israel that can challenge me one on one? Because uh, maybe earlier, um, earlier, whether say you are you are mad? <laughs> is that one a human being? <laughs> when we are fighting, it's not human beings we used to fight. 
Goliath, David, the eighth brother. Is it seven or eight brother now? He came, eighth. He's number eight. Seven. And then he came. And heard the conversation. He said, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? See thinking. Are you seeing thinking? Is that thinking you will function with? Amen. He was not shaking. Who is this? I got circumcised Philistine. And I said, What would they do? What would the king do for the man that will bring this guy down? Because I need the reward to ginger me. Because uh, I don't want to just fight for nothing. I know I will kill him, but I don't want to kill him for nothing. <laughs> that was the thinking of David. Are you understanding me? I don't, I don't want to kill him for nothing. So, so what, what would they do? They say, ah, the king will give his daughter. He said, hey, have you seen that daughter? <laughs> have you seen that daughter? It's like, it's like convoy <laughs> going up and down. Okay. So what again? <laughs> they said this, that, that, He said, ah, it's game. No problem. I'm coming back. <laughs> then, he did not belittle the testimony he had seen. He said, that same God that helped me slay the bear and the lion. That same God. Are you understanding me? That means that the things God has already been doing in your life is a proof that when you wake up tomorrow morning, He will not fail you. And that tomorrow morning, when you wake up, wake up with a roar in your spirits. As I'm speaking, a mantle has come upon you. A mantle has come upon you. You will wake up differently from how you were waking up. How you woke up today is not how you wake up tomorrow. You will wake up like the owner of the generation. The one that will decide what will happen. They were asking a man, I was talking to um, um, uh, one of my daughters, and I said, there's a story about a man. He was the, he's the oldest living American now, I think. He's 112, 150. And then they asked him, how did you live to be 112? How does someone live to be 112, 150? He said, just refuse to die. <laughs> Keep living. Just refuse to die. Keep living. So tomorrow, refuse to fail. Refuse to be small. Refuse to be ordinary. Just manifest greatness. Did you hear me? Just manifest greatness. When you wake up, they will know that something has shifted. Though. Something has shifted. Something has shifted. Something has shifted. You know how somebody, I was telling a young lady, I said, Ah, sir, your brother. She came to complain to me that her brother came back home one day and I think, I can't remember the mother or the sisters. Um, normal thing, they'll say, Come here, are you crazy? The boy just said, Look, in this house, if any of you talk to me like that again. So they were so afraid. They said, Pastor, he has never talked like that. He has joined cults. I say he has joined cults. That thing is not in his personality before. But something. A demonic something. 
has come upon him. So as he's looking at you, he's not seeing you the way he saw you before. Are you understanding me? That's how you wake up tomorrow morning. Are you understanding me? That's how you will wake up tomorrow morning. You will wake up tomorrow morning, they will know. The Bible says that if they saw Peter and John, they knew they had been with Jesus. What did they see? The boldness. The same Peter and John that were struggling. <laughs> An epileptic child was saying, Say, Peter, pray now. Peter said, John, come now, hold my hand. Let's, let's do this thing together now. Uh, you know, they were still struggling. Jesus came down from the mountain to say, Oh, you of little faith. How long will I be with you people? How long has. He's talking to the father. What, how long has this thing been? The boy is still there. Doing... <laughs> he's talking to the father. So, how long has this thing been? <laughs> Since he's a child. Okay, still discussing between them. You deaf and dumb spirit, come out of him. The boy was restored. Dominion. 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 Are you understanding me? Dominion. That St. Peter and John, now we're passing by a cripple. The guy was asking them for money. Peter didn't say, Don't look at us, we are not Jesus Christ. He said, Look on us. <laughs> Look on us. That means I have the answer. Look on us. Silver and gold have I known. But I know something that I have. Such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Right? Rise up and walk. They saw them see sickness and stand over it. They saw them see circumstances and stand over it. So when they saw the boldness, today, the spirit of boldness in the marketplace, the spirit of boldness in your career, the spirit of boldness for the transactions you are about to embark on, that spirit of boldness comes upon you. In the name of Jesus Christ. As you step out of here, they will know that you have been with Jesus. When you wake up in the morning, it will be a different man. The Bible said, when the Spirit of the Lord came upon Saul, he was turned into another man. Today, by prophecy, I speak over your life. That impartation that turns you into another man. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will look at the same mountain. It will look like a toy to you. You look at the same tree. It will look like a flower to you. Let me repeat these words so you will never forget them. You will look at that same mountain. It will look like a, a toy. A toy to you. You look at a tree, it will look like a flower to you. It will look like a flower in the garden. What was a massive Iroko tree in front of you will look like a, a, a plant in your garden. Because now you are seen with the eyes of greatness. Pray in other tongues everywhere. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith2faithonline.org.